No, not the recording. God, get it out of here. No. I know they do need to update that voice. Yeah, no, she just sounds weird and robotic and everything. No, doing the research for this one, I'm not even going to lie. There was a couple of moments where I went, is the FBI going to come pound on my door? Like, like, sincerely. Right. <laughs> yeah, Google, Google Images was not the way to start, you know, looking things <laughs> you up. You started sure. with Google Images? My yeah, God. why not? Both feet in the deep end. I was going to say, you just kind of jumped right in there and was all like, okay. Like, I got yeah. to reading about puppetry in use for, you know, certain things. And it was just all like, man, they really will use anything for that, won't they? Yeah, the puppet side wasn't as bad as the doll side. Oh, no. I I, I, I kept it that, yeah. Yeah. I, I I did what you did. I took one look at that and I went, no, nah, I'm good. Like, yep. I could have gone my whole life without that. Yeah, never look at uh, Monster High Girls dolls again. <laughs> or Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh, oh, you had Cabbage Patch Kids ruined for you. Oh. Oh, yeah, no, the doll, the doll stuff went pretty, uh, pretty bad right away yeah no i got into it in the first google recommendation that uh pulled up was i went how the hell are these two things related where it went to people also ask what is nasophilia and it sounds just like what it is sexually attracted to the nose and i made some mistakes i'm just (laughs) Not even going to deny that. I was all like, how would that? Oh, that's how that works. Huh. Now that you mention huh. it, yeah, I'm look, thinking back about some of the puppet stuff I saw, and they all had a lot of big noses. <laughs> but that was like that classic felt puppet. There is an episode idea that I might tease right here just coming up that we have to look into just for the heck that it, it that I went. This one could either be really cool or really odd, and that's auto-assassinophilia, which is people who get aroused by the fear of being killed. No, I think I've heard of that. I've never heard of the name, but I've heard of, like, that being a thing. It's, auto- it's auto-assassinophilia. It's, like, one of those words that just rolls off the tongue, you know? That, well, yeah. I mean, because then you can also talk about like the movie Scream and stuff like that, like those kind of movies that came out like when our generation was hitting like puberty. <laughs> right. No. Well, we're in the little bit of a pre-show thing. I want to give a shout out to the uh, to the uh, guy on uh, Twitter who reached out to us this morning. It was nice hearing from the fans. Glad yeah, you enjoyed the nice show. getting some positive. Now, yeah. I've, I've been have, saving this have... all week. We have some yeah. beef, friend. Yeah, let's hear it. We have some beef. I completely and totally fucking disagree with you on the Matrix trailer. So what do you so how does Neo go from being godlike to being a drug addict? I am therapy? seeing it more along the lines of I'm more fascinated by the lore and where they're going with it than That's what I'm saying. Am, how uh, how do you justify the radical character change? How do I justify the radical character changes that it's been 25 fucking years? And apparently, if you watch some scenes in the trailer, it's been even longer. 
because mm-hmm. the whole overarching theme in the trailer is just that it's been a while because there's that moment where Neil looks at himself and then he turns gray and wrinkly and then he slashes right back to normal. See, that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about this is going to be some weird M. Night Shyamalan thing where it's not actually Neo. It's like a program that the Matrix created to counter Neo. Like, it's going to be something to do with AI and the age, the uh, agent, how the agent went rogue and became its own AI. It's going to use that somehow to make its own Neo, I think. It's not going to be the original Neo. Well... I'm not so sure on that one. I mean, I am honestly, it's all going to come down to how the movie actually plays out from the trailer. And we don't know a lot, to be mm. honest. Well, and see, and, I have no problem with the different casting. I know a lot of people were complaining oh, no. about that. Why the hell were people complaining about the casting? I think the casting choice was perfect. Well, and also, I like, I like the guy they be... got to play young Morpheus. Yeah. Well, and it would make sense that they'd be different people or different, you know, it's a fucking iteration. simulation. They could be whatever they want. It's a different iteration of Morpheus from what I'm understanding. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I'm genuinely curious about, and I am sorry, now that we're actually kind of recording these, I guess I should throw a little bit of a spoiler warning out there. Um, if anyone's not seen the first three Matrix movies, first off, go fucking do that right now, you lunatic. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then um, I want to know how they explain Trinity being alive. Trinity's the character I'm worried about being a construct. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be either like some weird twist. Or it's going to end up being be Trinity a as a construct. I'm guaranteeing you because Trinity's the one who was dead, dead. Like yeah. Neo didn't die. Neo got absorbed by the Matrix. So, you know, Neo being in the Matrix makes sense. Um, Trinity was got he absorbed? Run the I thought the he was the brought alive. He was what? brought alive and. I thought Neo comes alive in the end. Yeah. But he was, but like his essence and his consciousness was used to like rebuild the Matrix and stuff, if I'm understanding correctly. No, Trinity's the one who got not rebuilt. It was to wake up up everyone. Yeah. Yeah. No, Trinity's dead. It never shows Neo's body. It never shows Neo's body dying. Yeah. So, I mean, Neo could be alive in both worlds. Like, he's alive in the human world and the Matrix. <clears throat> the one little bit of insider casting I know is that Neil Patrick Harris is not the agent. If you watch the trailer, he comes across mm-hmm. very agenty, but he's not the agent. The guy that Neo's talking to at the very end of it saying, isn't it great that we're all going to be going back to where it started, back to the Matrix? The guy Jonathan Groff is playing, that's the agent. Yeah. That's the new Agent Smith analogy. Yeah. And I'm guessing it's going to tie into big tech and all of that because you see everybody kind of zoned out, just glancing at their phone. I'm just all like, okay. Like, I'm not saying it's going to be the greatest thing ever, but it is definitely a movie that will get me to go to the damn theater again because holy cow, it looks pretty. So, but then again, another point, like another problem that comes out of this is at the end of the third one, everyone in the pods gets woken up. So how is there still a matrix? Unless something went down, went down in the in the machines reneged on their agreement. Well, I mean, you see people coming out of the pods in the end. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that they didn't the machines didn't somehow renege on their agreement. Again, this is all like we've only seen one bloody trailer of it, and 
Warner Brothers has been god awful on marketing this movie. Considering yeah. the powerhouse that it's going up against, the other movie I wanted to talk about was uh, it's going up against Spider Man No Way Home. Like, yeah. it's it's going to get obliterated at the box office if they don't advertise it correctly. Yeah, because the the advertising for the new Spider Man movie has been on the fuck point. They they built up all that hype for the trailer, and then some jackass leaked it. I thought that was the funniest, most yeah, millennial. That always way happens. For, you know, the, the most millennial way for it to get leaked was it was leaked off of a. It was leaked third hand from a guy who was recording cell phone footage from another guy who had cell phone footage on a TikTok. Yep, it's genius. <laughs> No, it was all like, are you sure you didn't do this on purpose? Yeah. Video gaming, other stuff. I know you're freaking hyped for the new Borderlands DLC. I'm on the fence about it because I'm it's not D- it's not DLC, it's a full game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not DLC. It's it's its own game. Like it yeah. takes with the characters, but it's its own thing. Yeah, I'll give it that. I haven't gotten to see much of that. I've been busy working and unpacking and stuff. So there's only like one trailer out and some interviews, but was it was it something they threw up during the PlayStation conference or whatever? Yeah. Oh, it was okay. just that one trailer. Yeah. The only trailer I saw out of that conference was or there were two trailers that I saw out of it. That was one for Spider-Man 2, which is I just sat there and I went, Well, it looks like I'm gonna buy a fucking PS5 anyway, because I played the first one and loved it. Mm-hmm. And then they were well, like Kotor, and that just made me ungodly angry. If they make that a PlayStation exclusive, I've heard it is going to be an exclusive. God, why? Everyone's been I, begging for that. I, I get Sony needs exclusives, but Sony needs to really, you know, do this thing called provide the world with enough stock to where scalpers aren't able to charge you a thousand dollars for one. Yeah. Um... I'm pretty sure that's the big irony is KOTOR was originally like an Xbox only. Oh, KOTOR now, was originally an Xbox and a PC game. Yeah, now everyone's like, haha, fuck you, Xbox. PlayStation has it. Yeah, that... I don't know what Disney's been doing with their licensing. I know that they undid a lot of licensing agreements for their Lucasfilm properties and spun off that whole division into its own new one called, and they're rebranding as the original name for LucasArts. So they're yeah. rebranding all of their Star Wars and Indiana Jones properties back under one roof named Lucasfilm Games. Mm-hmm. And I know yeah. Star Wars rights reverted back from EA to Disney, and they've licensed, and they basically made this licensing house for both Indiana Jones and all of the old, you know, Star Wars stuff to be licensed out to other people. I know Ubisoft's got a Star Wars game in development. I know yeah. Bethesda's Couture. working on an Indiana Jones game, which, honestly, I'm really curious to see how that works and how buggy of a mess that is. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because I know EA has nothing to do with the KOTOR remake. Which, thank God, last thing I want is to have to pay to roll some dice to see if I get cool gear for my character. <laughs> see if I unlock a legendary halfback or quarterback so I can give him a lightsaber. Thanks, Matt. Hey, microtransactions to unlock HK47. Right. And you no, can customize them with any NFL helmet you want. Yeah, right. 
EA has uh, really botched the Star Wars license, in my opinion, other than one game they did, and that was Jedi Fallen Order. EA pretty much just takes any game they can now and turns it into just like a bigger pocket mobile game. Yeah. It's still not as bad as some of the stuff Ubisoft's been doing lately. So Yeah. Ubisoft and their grand idea of turning all of uh, Assassin's Creed into a uh, into one of those games as a service games like like Square Enix's Avengers. It's just it was a good idea, but they botched it and it turned horrible. Or you could just be like you know Bethesda or any of those that just decide or Rockstar and just re-release the same game twenty times with a different color font on the front. I am only gonna stand up for Bethesda in one one in un, ugh, for one reason because they've at least generated some buzz for new games and Bethesda is like one studio and I am I am just under the impression they have like a team of like 30 guys working there <laughs> because they did yeah. just announce that next year they're coming out with a new title finally and then they teased Elder Scrolls 6 coming out after that but the running joke is that they keep re-releasing Skyrim and I'm one of the few who's in the camp of I understand why they have to but they should just release it as a patch. The reason they're re-releasing Skyrim in the 86th time is because as a Series X owner, it is horribly broken on the Series X. Whenever they ported it over from the one, there was just some glitch in that old engine that you can't load about half the stuff you normally could. And if you load even a single mod into the game, it breaks it. So yeah. they had to go back and they had to patch fix everything. And then they're all like, but we're coming out with new content for it. And I'm like, no, just well, no. And like that. That's like Bethesda's thing is they don't really even have to try. They're just like, eh, go download this other guy's mod. Like, eh, someone yeah. else is doing it for us. Yeah. Like they do, what is it? The Fallout Worlds? That looks fucking dumb. What? I got to I got to look this up. Yeah, it's some new thing for, I think, the 76. Where it's like creators get to build the their Fallout own world. Fallout Worlds can... update Bethesda Softworks. What is Fallout? Is is Fallout seven? Oh God! When the first result is is Fallout seventy six any good? Oh boy! Oh well, we already know it's not. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the chowderhead and say I play it, but I have a custom server, so I don't have to play with anybody else. And if you play it like a single player game, it's not bad. Yeah. I don't know. As long as you don't have to deal with everybody griefing you and all that other garbage, I don't like it as much. I wish they would do it. If it's, I guess it doesn't bug out as bad as it did back when it first launched. Well, when it first launched, it also got awful because they forced you to play with other people. There were no NPCs and a whole bunch of other things. They've kind of done a No Man's Sky with it. Honestly, it gets a lot of shit now for its early work, but ever since the Brotherhood update, it's been actually kind yeah. of a fun game it isn't great but it's it's fun i don't know i think bethesda's just lazy because they have fans that'll do all the work for them yeah like the new, i'm curious it, the, uh, to see fallout how, london oh yeah i'm curious to see how broken starfield's gonna be yeah, there it i i give them props that they're actually coming out with a non-elder scrolls game for their next generation creation engine first so they can learn from the problems and address them in the new Elder Scrolls game instead of doing what they have done since 2000, which is, well, let's slap an engine together, put our put our core title on it, and hope to God everyone can fix it. Yep. They don't even try to really, like, 
you know, check for bugs or anything. And finally, I guess before we really get started, I uh, I had the pleasure and honor of going to Rose City Comic Con this weekend, and that was a blast. Oh, to yeah. be honest, I'm I'm actually kind of bummed out you couldn't go, man. <laughs> yeah, I totally even forgot it was this weekend. Yeah, no, it was fun. Like I got to meet a whole bunch of people. Like I got to hang out with Adam Savage and stuff. Adam Savage is chill. Adam oh, yeah, Savage is like totally. the nicest guy. Dude, and he loves going to events like that. Oh, yeah, no. he. Um, the only thing that bummed me out a little is the previous weekend he was at uh, Silicon Valley Comic Con, which has now been renamed Silicon. Mm. So, Silicon. So, uh, it's Silicon with Adam Savage. So, he uh, was helping run that convention, and he wore his full Mark I Iron Man armor to that one. And then he came to this one and was like, I'm Captain America. And I went, but I want a picture of you in your Mark I Iron Man armor. <laughs> yeah i actually did recently see that a uh, youtube of him walking around in the uh, mark one yeah he only he only lasted like i asked him he was like oh i went man how was that mark one armor and he goes the video i put up online yeah that was about all i could handle with the heat yep. <laughs> like, yeah like he, he was, was hauled all the when he was hauled off of there on that like dolly that was because he was just so exhausted from heat he couldn't walk <laughs> yep well, I'm sure it was like every, you know, 10 seconds, someone wanted a picture or video or. Honestly, at Rose City, it wasn't as bad. I got a ton of pictures, but it wasn't like, like most of the, most of the cosplayers and stuff were pretty respectful about it. There was a couple that were all like, yeah, I'm, 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 I need to go. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. How <sighs> was it? How packed was it? Honestly, it would have been more packed if not for about 10 days ago, they instituted a requirement that you needed a vaccine or proof of negative COVID testing. And that, like... I think that's understandable, though. I would say that made the attendance about 75% of what it normally would be, which at the convention center really actually did a lot because usually it's packed wall to wall. Like on Saturday, it's usually packed wall to wall. I was able to walk around pretty freely in distance fairly normally um and chill out on friday i got most of the shopping stuff i wanted to get done friday saturday i was i was running around doing other stuff and so i didn't get to see the floor as much but it was it was bustling but it wasn't an unmanageable crowd and then they had a lot of people there like you had to go through like an actual checkpoint to check your vaccine scene card and you had to wear a mask and everything. And everyone was pretty good at socially distancing themselves. It wasn't too crazy. It was a good turnout. Mm. It was a healthy turnout for the middle of a pandemic and people were being as intelligent about it as they possibly could. Well, that's good. Yeah. I kind of figured it wouldn't be like full blown, like it's been in the past. Yeah, and also they had a lot of um, they had a lot of guests drop out at the last minute, so that also affected attendance, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like there was a lot of scheduling conflicts with everyone from because the big headliner was supposed to be all the people from Lord of the Rings were going to be there, and then Elijah Wood had a filming conflict, and then Sean Astin had a filming conflict, so it was just Billy Boyd there. I felt so bad for him. I actually went up to his table and said hi because he was just sitting. <laughs> there waiting for people and it was like hi billy and he was like hello (laughs) (laughs) like nobody cares i'm here 
Like there were two of them. There, there were there, the other one that was, the guy's really sweet, but I don't think many people knew he knew who he was until they actually mm. saw him. The guy who did the voice of Mario was there, and he's like the sweetest guy. I was over there on Friday, and there was like nobody waiting, and they just went, "Hi, Mr. Martinet," and he was all like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like he's like like I felt bad for some of the celebrities. Because it was clear that people were like kind of bummed that some of them dropped out and they just didn't transfer their ticket over to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot lately. People yeah. like, drop out, don't go, waste tickets. Yeah. And then it was like, well, we're going to get, you know, if you want a refund, you can get one. And it was like, okay. Yep. And then some of the panels were... <laughs> The convention center was kind of being really sticklery on time, which I don't understand why. They usually have a bunch of after-hours stuff going on, and they really quite didn't. They still had their um, cosplay contest on Sunday, and then they did their after-hours stuff on Saturday, but it was only until, like, 9. So it wasn't as, like, everyone's hanging around the convention center and just, you know, existing there. They were just, like, you know, pretty much when the show floor closed, everyone went, and went flying all over Portland. You saw people in costumes fucking everywhere. It was delightful. Yeah, the usual. Yeah. So well, that's cool, man. You'll maybe have to, we should you'll have to actually quit avoiding this uncomfortable topic and start talking about it. All right. I suppose we'll get into it. You got notes this time, you said? I have a couple of notes. I, I It's 100% more notes than I usually do. <laughs> so anything. So I wrote anything on a piece of paper and I called it notes. There we go. 